Thank you for listening to this edition of the Christian Car Guy podcast. It's brought to you by Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road. Mr. Quick Pick is the opportunity for you to start your own roadside assistance business. If you have more investment energy than investment capital, stop working for someone else. Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road is the opportunity to have your own home-based business, working directly with auto clubs and leveraging a national brand and marketing strategy. Mr. Quick Pick helps people who have run out of gas, lock their keys in their car, or need a jump start. An A-plus rated company with a better business bureau and the three-time winner of the Member's Choice Award for customer service. This could be the chance you've been looking for to serve others at the point of crisis and even share your walk with Christ. So whether you're looking for a business opportunity or in need of emergency roadside assistance, choose Mr. Quick Pick Lock and Road, mrquickpick.com. Now sit back and enjoy this podcast of the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book. Not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Well, good morning. This is your host, Bill Mix, and I'm a sidekick for Robbie on the first Saturdays of the month, and he was nice enough to allow me to step in for him this week. We want to thank all of you that tuned in. We've got a special show today. I'm on with three lovely ladies, and we're going to talk about insurance because two of us are with Forsyth Insurance Services, and we've got two young drivers with us. And we thought it might be interesting to discuss young drivers and auto insurance. We've got Kim and Adria and Laveria. Uh, Kim, how are you this morning? Doing great, Bill. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Kim's been in the insurance business uh, a, a number of years. We won't say how many, but she has been my right hand for a while and is absolutely wonderful, has run an insurance agency, and she now helps with Forsyth Insurance Services, and her daughter is here. Adria, how are you this morning? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. I understand you got a driver's uh, license. How long ago? in june and i remember we sat down and talked a little bit about the ins and outs of a young driver i remember when i got my driver's license the scariest thing in the world was um, my mother sitting in the car seat next to me with her feet under her hands out like talons she looked like an eagle ready to pounce as the scariest thing was when that arm came out to protect me from a stop that wasn't even going to happen <laughs> um laveria good morning we sure do appreciate you joining us thank you for having me it's just a pleasure for you uh to have you here with us now i understand you haven't started driving but you've taken the classes not yet yes sir i took it in driver's ed last year yeah took it last year took it last year what do you remember what was anything you remember from your class Memorize the road signs and stuff. So that's one thing I remember. 
Well, I remember a little bit about my classes. I remember the driving with my mother a lot more than I do anything else. Mm -hmm. That and back when I was in school, the, the high school students drove the school buses. So not long after I got my driver's license, I took the class to become a school bus driver. Now, that was memorable. Kim, um, what do you usually tell a young driver when you're sitting down with a young driver and their parents? Hmm. Um, well, the scary statistic is that one in five 16-year-old drivers will get in an accident. Um, that's the scariest statistic there is. And usually, um, once the people get over the shock of how much their rates go up when we add a young driver... Um, we just sit down and talk about, about safety, about putting some space between you and the car in front of you, particularly, um, and just general safety rules, no texting and driving, obviously, um, just being aware of what's going on. Adria, have you had any friends that have had accidents that you know about? My daughter, a, a deer attacked her in her car. I remember that was scary for her, and it was scary for me. There are a lot. Downtown Winston-Salem, it amazes me how many deers I've seen in the city limits of Winston-Salem. And then I have very narrowly missed quite a few accidents with deers. One thing I always tell clients is if you hit an animal, don't wash it off until you've reported the claim because you've got to prove that what you hit was an animal because if you hit something other than an animal, if you have collision, it's covered under collision. Correct. But you'd much rather it be covered under comprehensive coverage, which has a much lower deductible, and it doesn't make your insurance go up. The other thing I like to make sure that young drivers know, it's far better, as bad as you're going to feel, it's far better to hold under the steering wheel and go straight with your foot on the brakes than it is to try and swerve and miss that animal. If you swerve and miss that animal and you damage your car, that's a collision claim. A lot of people don't have collision coverage. And those that do have collision coverage don't like their insurance going up. So my point is, it's a not good to try and swerve and miss an animal and roll your car over. Mm -hmm. Once you hit that shoulder, you, you are very likely to, to roll the car. Kim, why don't you talk about what makes insurance more expensive? What do you tell young drivers and people that move to our state about their insurance going up? For young drivers, uh, it's, it's basically the inexperience. Um, you're going to have to essentially, you know, pay the cost for the first three years. Once you have that experience behind you and um, you have no tickets and accidents, your rates will go down considerably once you hit that three-year mark. So even though you're looking at, you know, a high cost in the beginning, there is a ray of hope <laughs> um, if, you, if you just mind the rules, do what you need to do, um, your rates will go down. So 
after that three-year mark, and you can show some experience behind you. That's wonderful. And that, you know, some people don't know that a few companies, a select few companies, have something called accident forgiveness, accident violation forgiveness. And I know I was so grateful. My son and my daughter and my wife and I, all four of us, could have made our insurance go up a whole lot just Mm -hmm. from something small. Can you tell people a little bit about how much their insurance can go up without accident forgiveness if you've got a small ticket or an accident? Just just a minor ticket, which is one insurance point. And a lot of people need to realize that insurance points and um, the DMV points are two different things. So even though you get a ticket or you don't get a ticket in an accident, um, you would still get insurance points. And one point could put your rates up about 30%. So it's quite significant. And um, the cost for the endorsement for um, accident and minor fraction forgiveness is quite reasonable in the scheme of things because those points will be on your license insurance. I should say your points will be on your insurance for three years. So it's it's worth it to buy that endorsement. Uh, Laveria, did they talk to you about insurance costs at all when you were in your driver's ed class? No, sir. I'm blind when it comes to insurance. Did your your mother tell you anything about the cost of insurance and when she'd be able to the ed- Did she add you on the insurance? Have you finished the the gotten your license yet? Yeah, one thing a lot of a lot of young drivers and some parents think that I can put that young driver on, and if they have a problem, I'm just going to call up and tell my insurance take her off. Yeah. I don't want her on there anymore. What happens when they call and say that, Kim? I'm very sorry, but we cannot do it unless you can provide proof of other insurance or proof that they do know that they do not live in your household well part of that is that if you turn your license in it's voluntary and they can go back a day later and they can get it back again that's true so if you don't have proof that you've been added on say your stepfather's policy or another policy you can't just make them disappear off the insurance it doesn't make the cost go down so there's a charge just for the fact that you've got a young driver or driver in the household, and it really doesn't matter how old they are. It's how many years driving experience they have. We have a lot of folks that move here from other countries, and they're in the exact same situation unless they move here from Canada. It doesn't help that they had 14 years driving experience in Korea. We we have a lot of grad students insured, and... um, they, they run into that a lot. And I feel very bad for them because they do have three years experience, but they don't have experience that they can prove here in the United States. We can't verify their information. So unfortunately, they go back to the start as an inexperienced driver, even though they've had experience in another country because we can't verify it. Okay. Well, we've got a caller on hold. And unfortunately, it looked like she's got a mechanical question, and I'm not Robbie. Robbie (laughs) is a genius. 
But we're going to talk to Jen when we get back and see what her question is. And maybe somebody in the audience can help us. Fabulous. But we appreciate you tuning in and we hope we'll listen. you'll be listening when we get back. so glad you're back we've got a caller Jeannie and went from Winston-Salem Jeannie let's see if I know how to push a button Jeannie are you there Jeannie can you hear us let's see maybe when she found out Robbie wasn't here Jeannie are you there Yes, I am. Oh, I can hear good I for a second try I got the right button thank you so much thank for you. calling good morning Good morning, not a problem. Thank you, you. You had a question? Yes, my question is, I have a 1997 Pathfinder, and I put the car in park, went into a store, came back out, and the car was in drive. And the reason I noticed it <clears throat> was because when I put the key in the ignition, it jumped forward. Hmm. So you were one of those really smart people that put your parking brake in when you got out of the car. Yes. Well, th- there's a good lesson for all the young drivers out there, a wonderful example of why you should always use that parking brake. Um, so your your question is what? Why would it go from park to drive? And because when I put the key in the ignition, because I tested it, you can't take the key out when it's in drive. Mm-hmm. Well, That's true. Uh, there there are lots of cases across the country about cars that do things that they're not supposed to. And Robbie is just one of the smartest people I know and would probably have a good answer for you. All I can tell you is it would be covered by your insurance. Um, have you Googled it to see if anything comes up? Yes, I did. And there was nothing. There was nothing. Nothing. Um, I have an uncle who used to be in charge of answering all those tough questions many, many, many years ago. I would think that if you went online and you got hold of the manufacturer, that they have a special phone number for you to call and ask questions like that. And they probably would be very happy to know that you had that problem. You might start by calling the dealership or a dealership in the area and tell them you'd like to talk to the head of the uh, automotive department and discuss it with them and see what they say. No, you never know if it's a recall or... And you need to get that looked into before you drive that car around because parking brakes cannot stop a car sometimes. And you don't want to... Once you know there's a problem like that, then you open yourself up to a lot of litigation, you're, you're a whole lot more likely to be sued for more money if you knew there was a problem and you didn't get it fixed. So I would highly recommend the first thing you do Monday morning is to call the local dealership and talk to the, the head of the automotive department, and I'd take some notes, and I'd ask them who you should contact at the um, 
the manufacturer. Okay? Thank you, Yes, thank you so much. You have a wonderful weekend. Thank you so much for calling. And uh, we would like to let everybody know that we would love to have calls. I'd much rather have them on insurance because we've got some people that are knowledgeable <laughs> on that topic. Um, call 866-348-7884. 866-348-7884. You know, accidents are accidents because you did not intend for the problem to happen. And insurance was created to take care of accidents. Uh, we don't mind calls when people call in and say, I have an accident. That's the reason that we exist. It's good to discuss an accident with your agent before you call and you report the claim to the company. Absolutely. Because a lot of times the way you phrase something can have a big difference on whether it's going to be covered and how it's going to be covered. Um, Kim, if somebody calls you up and says, I have an accident, what are you going to ask them? Well, first of all, I ask if they were at fault. Um, that's that's the first question because a lot of times I'll have people call in where they've been hit by someone and they want to file it on their insurance. What I always suggest is you file on the other person's insurance if they are clearly at fault. Um, for one, you avoid the um, deductible, which is huge because if you put the deductible out, then you have to try to wait for what they call subrogation, where the insurance company goes after the party that was at fault. Um, so typically, if someone hits you, my first suggestion would be um, to file it under their claim. Of course, my first question <laughs> is always, uh, was anyone hurt? Um, that that's always my first question everything can be replaced except for your loved one so um you know always i've had a couple phone calls in my own family where there's been some accidents first question is anybody hurt no all right well we can move on from there everything else is is uh can be worked out it's important that if somebody's injured in an accident that there's a police report particularly other than the driver and the, if I have an accident and I bump my head, I may not want to call the police, but if I have an accident and somebody else is injured, then I definitely want the police involved and I want a police statement, a uh, statement given to the police. Oh, absolutely. If I have an accident and somebody else is involved in it, if the damage is over $500, then we're supposed to call and talk to the police department. Get the vehicle in a safe spot first. Don't leave it sitting in the middle of the highway if it can be moved out of the way. Or you could be responsible for other accidents that happen. If somebody else is responsible and damages my car, in almost all cases, I'm going to want the police to show up. It's amazing how many times I've had someone call up and say somebody ran into my car and they told me that it was their fault and you know the next day they forgot everything they said no, to absolutely. me that's now my fault the so other you, thing uh, the other thing i suggest is always get pictures especially now um where we have our cell phones on us it's real easy to take those pictures take the pictures of your damage and the other person's damage as well because that can tell a whole story and john's on hold with an insurance question we look forward to talking to him right after the break thank you for listening
I couldn't stop, so I swerved to the right. Never forget the sound that night, the crying tires, the busting glass, the painful scream that I heard last. I gotta tell you, some bad things can happen you know, with a vehicle. They're heavy and they do lots of damage and they can be very, very, very costly. We have John on the line. John, can you hear us? John, are you there? Well, maybe John will call back. Okay, well, um, you know, I've had some... John, are you there? Um, We've had a number of people over my career that have been in some really bad accidents and I remember a story about a gentleman that was driving down Hawthorne Road and a child stepped out from behind a parked car. He had no idea what he hit until he got out and he looked. That's Which wasn't, you know, that's awful. Mm-hmm. And then he got into court and in the middle of the trial, the insurance company wrote a check and handed the check to the judge and said, thank you very much and walked out of the courtroom. And he said, where are you going? He says, well, once we pay the the maximum amount on your auto policy, we don't have to provide attorneys anymore. So he had to go and find an attorney. And he went to a big law firm and they said, we'd love to represent you. But, you know, your insurance company's already written a check and it's going to be really hard to defend you. And if you lose, you're not going to be able to pay us. So you're going to need to pay us before we'll come into the courtroom and represent you. Well, if you go and you try and get a loan, one of the questions on all loan applications is, are you in the middle of litigation? So he had to go to all his family and friends and scrape together the money. And at the end of the trial, the judge says, you owe $200,000 more than the amount of insurance you have. Well, he could say, I'm not going to pay that. And the judge say, well, that's perfectly all right. I understand, but I'm going to lock you up for contempt of court until you sign these papers that says we're going to garnish half of your paycheck and half of your spouse's paycheck until all of this money's paid. He says, well, how can you do that? He says, simple. Here's a piece of paper. You owe the money, and it's immaterial whether you had enough insurance or not to take care of it. It's good to have an agent that you can sit across the table from and look in Kim's eyes and say, Kim, how much insurance do you think I should purchase? It's good to have an agent that you can pick up the phone right when the accident happens and say, help, tell me what we should do to make sure this goes properly. It's good to have an agent to sit across the table from and to say, help me decide which coverages make sense for me and my young driver. It's wonderful to have somebody across the table to sit down and talk to your young adult and explain to them that it's really expensive to add them onto the auto insurance and even more expensive if they get a minor ticket or a minor accident. One thing I tell young drivers, and I look at their mama or their daddy when I say this, you know, they've been driving around for 18 years watching you drive. They've seen all the mistakes you made. They know that you occasionally cruise through a stop sign, that you might go a little bit faster when you see that yellow light instead of slow down. They know that sometimes you'll pass a car when you're not supposed to. And they have been absorbing all this information like, 
you know, I notice you drive 10 miles an hour faster than the speed limit. And no matter what they hear in those driver ed classes, they're going to reflect the drivers that they drive with. That's true. And we need to remember, especially those on a Christian radio network listening to Christian shows, we need to demonstrate when we drive those characteristics that we would do if Jesus was sitting in our back seat because Jesus is sitting in our back seat and our young adults are riding in the car watching the way we conduct ourselves. And Robbie loves to explain how much waste is involved in speeding and driving faster than we're supposed to. I'd like to explain that just driving a few miles an hour too fast in the wrong place can cost you a small fortune. In some states like North Carolina, you can just be going a few miles an hour over the speed limit and it's considered a reckless driving charge. Mm -hmm. So if you're driving 72 miles an hour, no matter what the driving speed is posted, and you get pulled over, it's like two major insurance points. How much could that make your insurance go up, Kim? Probably about 40%, Bill. Well, that's, I think, 40% on just a minor speeding ticket. It's 30 on a minor. So if you had uh, four points for a reckless driving, it's, what, about double your insurance? Double. You can, for yeah. three for sure. years. Now, once again, there's something a few companies have called accident forgiveness which means that if my wife's driving to church and is driving 40 and a 35 on a road and gets pulled over and gets that ticket, if I've got accident forgiveness, my insurance doesn't go up 35%. That's true. Or if my son's driving down Silas Creek Parkway and somebody slams on their brakes and he bumps into the rear end of that crazy driver, now i got to say... He's demonstrating what his father did at his age. So I'm not too upset with him. <laughs> but by having that accident forgiveness on there with the young driver, it would have saved us 50%. Absolutely. For, for I mean, one years. of the things I tell my, my, both my kids actually is always try to anticipate what the other people are doing. But uh, I guess it was Tuesday morning. I was driving down 421 um, right there where it turns into business 40 and 40. And right in the fast lane, some lady decided to slam on her brakes because she wanted to take the Jonestown exit um, from the fast lane. So that's nothing that you can anticipate. But you definitely want to leave that space between you and the car in front of you. Um, that, that will avoid many, many, many accidents. <laughs> um, and, you know, you just have to constantly think what that other person's going to might possibly do i suppose my son's father was driving home from college <laughs> and there was this trans am and we were coming down on this bridge and i was the fourth car in, i'm sorry my son's father was the fourth car in line and that trans am hit its brakes and slid sideways and took this little road right off the end of that bridge and one car stopped and the second car hit it, and the third car stopped, and that car hit, and I tapped, I tapped the car in front of me. And we were all sure that Tramzam was at fault. Oh, no. But guess whose insurance ended up eating the whole thing? In most states, 
in most states, you have an absolute responsibility to have enough space between you and the car in front of you to avoid any possibility, even an elephant falling out of the sky. Absolutely. You've got to have that distance. Then my son's father, on another occasion, was parking his car, and he was well within those little spaces that you're supposed to be in, and he opened his car door, and a car took that door off. Oh, my word. I mean, it was part of my white hair. It came from that experience. (laughs) Anytime you open a car door, there's a flat law in North Carolina. You can't open that door unless you're absolutely sure it's not going to cause a problem. So even though the driver that took that car door off and I were both sure he was at fault, guess whose insurance was responsible? My point is that some of us, those of us with a little bit of white hair and some of those that may have white hair soon. And some of us who dye their white hair. Realize that there's certain areas where there are problems. I know when I'm driving down Silas Creek Parkway that I never, ever drive in the right-hand lane when I go into Robin Hood Road. I have seen more accidents at that one spot than all the other places in Winston-Salem. I know there's certain parts of the roads where I'm going to be extra special careful if there's been a little bit of rain because I know if I put my foot on the brake in certain places, I'm going to skid. But young drivers don't have that programmed in yet. Adria, can you remember a spot where you've seen accidents in town before? Um, I see them a lot like on the highway when people are merging or whatever, people just not paying attention, like their blind spots. And um, oftentimes when people are like, turning in somewhere and forget to use their turn signal. I see a lot of like rear ends there. My sister's brother had an accident one time. He was driving right behind my sister going up through Washington, D.C. And eight lanes turned into one lane because of construction. And I hit her, I mean her brother, (laughs) rear-ended her. We've got to be careful, and we've got to remind those parents that young drivers have it tough, and they're going to have a problem with those three years' driving experience come into play. We hope you'll tune in when we get We're so glad you stayed with us through the break and that you've tuned in to the Christian Car Guys show. And I want to thank my three co-hosts this morning, my guests for being on. It's just wonderful to to be here and to talk a little bit about Forsyth Insurance Services. We had four agencies that have many years' experience, came together and formed a new business uh, with offices in Winston-Salem and Kernersville. And my right hand, um, Kim, came along to, to help make sure that we do a good job on our personal lines. And we would like to let you know that we're at ForsythInsuranceServices.com and our Facebook page is ForsythInsurance.info. Um, we were talking with a couple young drivers and their mother about, uh, or one of their mothers, <laughs> 
and we were talking about the things that we share with young drivers when they come in our office and the type of things that we share with the parents. And one thing I like to make sure the parents realize is the world's changed a lot since we started driving. Yes. The roads are more narrow. The, the cars are a little bit wider in some cases. But most importantly, the cars are almost made to be destructible now. I have seen little bitty accidents that 30 years ago nobody would have had any problem with. And today, the way they make vehicles, the engine just drops out of them. Mm-hmm. I have seen cases where a, uh, a couple airbags deploy just from a little bitty bump in a parking space, and the airbags themselves totaled the car. Yes. Um, some of the, uh, a little rear ender with one of those fancy cars with the backup cameras, we've just astronomically increased the cost of those little bitty bump ups on a rear end, and... I'm going to wonder whether those backup cameras have caused a number of accidents because you get so focused on your rear end back end that you forget that front end can bump into something. Well, actually, Bill, um, I was relying on a camera one day and uh, backed into a tree that was in the middle of a driveway. I don't know why someone would plant a tree in the middle of their driveway, but they did and was relying purely on that camera. And uh, there was a tree in my blind spot, so I didn't turn around and look and got my taillight. So. We've got to be careful. We've got to understand there's a reason that we have insurance. And the young drivers need to understand driving five miles an hour faster, you might get to where you're going five minutes earlier. But what difference does that make? You are an easy spot driving down the road, and police officers are going to pull you over for good reason and bad reasons. But if they pull you over, I'm going to say to you, have you had a friend that's been stopped? um, Adria, have you talked to any of your friends that have gotten a ticket? Mm, I don't know. I don't think any of my friends have gotten tickets yet. Well, I bet some of them have, and they hadn't told you. Probably. We've got Lou on the line, and Lou... um, Let's see what Lou's got to say to us. Let's see if I can push the right button. Uh, Lou, are you there? Hmm, let's see. Um, is this Lou? Lou, I'm having a hard time with our buttons here. Lou, can you hear us? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Wonderful. Did you have something you'd like to contribute? Yes, I would like to say I, I, I really thank the program today. I thank you for sharing, you and the three guests for sharing. I wish everybody in Greensboro, High Point, and Winston-Salem could hear the program today because it's so much good advice. It's a wealth of information. God bless you. Have a smile upon you. Well, thank you thank so you, much for calling in. That was wonderful. Uh, we've got a couple minutes left. If anybody else would like to, to call in at 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four. Um, Bill, one of the things I'd like to do today is um, thank all our veterans for their service. Um, it is Veterans Day, and I uh, I was an Army wife myself, um, and my husband was deployed. I know how difficult that is—a sacrifice on the entire family. But I especially just thank those that are willing to sacrifice for our freedoms here. Um, and as the Bible says, John fifteen thirteen, there's no greater love than he that will lay down his life for a friend. 
Thank you. Question, does anybody know why we celebrate Veterans Day on November 11th? Any of you history buffs? Something very, very important happened on November 11th. It was the end of World War I. And for a long time, they celebrated the, the veterans of World War I, and then they changed it to represent a time where we thank all our veterans, the ones that didn't survive and the ones that did survive. And we do appreciate everybody that served. We um, pray regularly for all those that are serving now, and we are very grateful that people are willing to put on the uniform and protect our nation. Absolutely. And I hope everybody will remember that today's a day to keep all our troops wherever they are in their prayers. Yes. Would you, you young, young ladies remember anything from your driver's ed school or is there anything humorous you can think of that the audience might like to know about driving? Um, well, one time when I was driving with my driver's ed teacher, he had me pull to the side of the road so that he could tell me a story about his friend who would go around the world and eat roadkill. So the moral of the story is be careful what you run over? <laughs> I remember taking my son to driver's ed and about the time the class would be over, this young lady would come running out of the building and hop in a car and drive off. And about the fourth time that happened, I said, son, there's this young lady that keeps running out, out of the building real fast right before you get out. Do you know who she is? It, yeah, she was one of the students <laughs> in the class. You, you got to understand, if you get a ticket for driving without a license, it really messes up your insurance for a long time after oh, that. Yeah. If you had a license and you lose your license and you get caught driving without a license, that really can mess up your insurance for a while. Talk about how long something stays on your driving record, Kim. Um, for, for insurance purposes, you're looking at... Uh, three years we go back three years where we will charge points um the one thing that i cannot stress enough to young people absolutely do not drink and drive it will ruin your life i mean just um, the hint of alcohol just a hint of alcohol um you just you never know buzz driving is also drunk driving i cannot just tell you enough just don't do it because later on in life you may want to get a job where you um, have to drive for that job, and they won't hire you if you've got a DUI on your record, no matter how far back it is, because you are now a liability to that company. So just please, if you are drinking and driving, call your parents. Just, yeah, you'll be grounded, but it's worth it in the long run. And, and, and just don't drink at all if you can, but especially if you have that drink a sip of a drink half a drink do not get in that car and i'm going to recommend it's really good wherever you are to have an insurance agent that can sit down in front of you can answer questions when the time comes um, there's a great benefit to have somebody that you can call at 10 o'clock at night and you can ask them a question you got just a second did you want to share something absolutely absolutely do not text while great point 
great point. There are lots of accidents. We hope you have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful holiday, and you'll keep all our troops and veterans in your prayers today. Thank you for tuning in.